Urban Scare presents The Nightclub on the Hill. Produced, written, and directed by Suzanne Daniels. Nadine's Story, Part 1. Hey. You there? Jonathan, I took too much. I didn't mean to. I liked her. She was insecure, but real in it. Don't worry. I'll handle it. The bus dropped me off on Arroyo Boulevard in Pasadena. To get where I needed to go, I had to walk. Last weekend, I'd been swooped up to heaven in a rich man's arms. Now the only thing left in me is revenge. I'm headed on foot back to the place where my life changed. I am a dead woman, walking. Literally. I did something my grandmother had always warned me about. Evil. 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 Two days ago, I woke up in a posh hotel draped in lush, silk sheets in a king-size bed, alone. I put my clothes on and tried to leave, but was stopped in the lobby. I'm sorry, madam, but you need to pay your bill. Penthouse suite. Correct? The tall, good-looking black man who brought me here was supposed to pay it. You know him. He's your boss, Sean Bonnet. He's probably still here, somewhere, probably getting coffee or something. Your name is Nadine. Nadine Brown, correct? Look. I don't have the money to. A woman commented behind me. How awful. A working girl who didn't get paid. Shut up before I smash in your face. Mind your own business. Will you excuse me, Miss Brown, while I call the police? How did I get here? I should have known better. Did you say something? A rich man I didn't really or even know had invited me to this beautiful hotel. Honestly, I thought he owned it. How stupid, right? Miss Brown. My gut told me something wasn't right about his invitation, but I got caught up in his amazing looks, money, and the attention he gave me. Why would a wealthy, good-looking man be interested in a plain, ordinary woman like me? I didn't fit the image of any of those skinny models he dated. But I never pretended to be something I wasn't. Miss Brown. No excuses, right? I'm over 40 and should have known better. Adam. A big clue, he knew too much about me like, I lived in Long Beach and worked at a small law office. I never told him any of that. But the fact that he found me attractive, made me feel well, sexy. I forgot about my ordinary life. I'm not an easy target, okay? My plane leaves well, in two I didn't hours. used to be until I met him at the nightclub on the hill. Sir, someone I wonder, did you. the nightclub on the hill investigate me? No. They didn't. Can you call me a taxi? Jonathan Hardy, the bouncer, must have told him. And actually, this man, the one who lured me here, was the man of my cousin's dreams, not mine. I'll explain that later. Is yes. All this necessary? I understand. My plane leaves in two Thank hours. you, sir. Madam, I apologize for interrupting your reverie, but it seems your bill has just been paid. I apologize for any inconvenience. No! You don't get to dismiss me! I'm not good enough for your snobby-ass hotel. I need a nice cup of coffee so I can throw it in your face. Miss Brown, 
Please feel free to call back with your complaint. Is all this necessary? Sir, may I help you? I didn't have much time left. So, I had to go and find my car. Did I leave it at the club? Yes. I did. But let me tell you about the nightclub on the hill. It sits nestled in the Hollywood Hills in Southern California. I first read about this night spot in the news. Like most popular nightclubs in Cal Lee, this place had a financial caste system. In five years, I'd be a famous attorney. But first, I had to get in on the ground floor. You feel me? I'd seen the interior of the nightclub on one of those architectural shows. And the Black Entertainment Network did a news clip of the rooftop that showed the rich and wealthy, drinking, dancing, and most of all, networking. That's where I needed to be, up there with them. I wanted to chit-chat it up with Trevor Noah or have dinner with a famous actor like Idris Elba and his wife. My first time at the nightclub, I stood in line with other wannabes. Even the dishwashers dressed in their white uniforms and servers, dressed in black, acted like they were above us, the ordinary folks waiting in line. For me, waiting in line felt like an insult to my intelligence. I felt like a lost sheep waiting to be found. Mingling with ignorance wasn't in my blood. That night I took a deep breath and strolled to the nightclub's entrance. I looked up at the tall, intimidating bouncer, grabbed his hand and placed a $100 bill in it. I smiled and showed him my beautiful white teeth. He glared at me and said, And this is for what? I want to get inside, please. Do you understand that if I accept this, I could get fired? I'm sorry. He gave me back my money and waved me inside but not before stopping me. Lady, my name is Jonathan Hardy. Don't ever do that again. Understand? That shit could cost me my job. I nodded and hurried inside. A week later, Jonathan waved me in again. And guess what? I didn't have to pay. The third time, he gestured me in but before the host showed up to escort me to my usual table, he grabbed my arm. I'll see you later. He winked and let me go. I didn't think about it much because I knew, whatever he wanted, he wasn't getting it from me. I shrugged my shoulders and said, okay. I sat at my usual spot sipping my rum and coke, slow. Around two hours later, Jonathan walked by. He stopped, licked his lips, then stared at me. Rita the waitress walked up to my table. He wants you to follow him. I followed him to a dark, barely lit parking lot. Bet you expected to see Mercedes, Jags, Bentleys, right? Nah. This is the employee parking lot. Our valets drive the expensive cars somewhere else. I should have known. I just bought a Kia Sports sedan. Chocolate brown. Allow me to open the door for you. Are we going somewhere? No. We're taking care of business right here. In the car? Yes. Cooperating tonight can probably get you a better table. Maybe one closer to the front.
And if you're good, it may get you to the rooftop where the wealthy hang. Don't look so shocked, Nadine Brown. Did you really think letting you in without paying was free? You had to know that one day, I'd collect. Didn't you tell Rita, the server, you were a paralegal? Cause I found out your job title is secretary too. You didn't even make it to one. But that's okay, most folks here are fake. Just like you. I love those luscious, juicy lips you got. Work those lips right, and I'm talking, tonight, and you'll be welcomed here as long as this place stays open. You have to be kidding. No. And this isn't funny. I am not afraid of you, Jonathan. Wanna know why? I did a background check on you. And it seems your employment resume is spotty and your legal issues enormous. How long were you in prison? Seven years? For what? You're brave for a woman standing in the dark, alone. With me. Step your ass back. Put one hand on me and your freedom is finished. No new car, no more cash and no more women to terrorize. But I don't think you care about any of that, do you? What about your mama, you know the woman you still live with? If you go back to prison it will break her heart. Won't it? I sounded brave but inside I shook. I planted my feet firmly on the cement hoping I wouldn't stumble or sway. I gritted my teeth, stood my ground and stared directly into his eyes. If I had to die tonight, so be it. But no man would ever threaten or put his hands on me again and get away with it. You're pretty brave for a fat woman. And you're an aggressive, disgusting bully. He walked back inside and closed the door behind him. I knocked, banged and kicked until Rita, the server, opened it. I should have been terrified to see the bouncer again. But I wasn't. No shame here to my game. Been there done that one. The next Thursday night, I walked past the long line of wannabes and headed straight for the entrance. Jonathan looked straight ahead as if he didn't see me and waved me in. To be honest, I didn't expect he'd do that. I thought maybe we'd have some kind of confrontation. The host escorted me to another table, a place far from the dance floor and close to the kitchen. I sat in the shadows. But I didn't care. At least I was inside. Every once in a while, I'd get up and carry my drink to the bar. I would take a seat and watch TV stars, comedians, VIPs and influencers escorted by a host up a winding staircase to the nightclub's private, upper level. Nadine Brown, it doesn't matter how old you are because one day, you'll be a famous attorney, representing the rich and famous. Yeah, looking in the mirror, that's what I'd say. But that was when I was alive.